Hello and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we put powers to a name. It's Christmas. Okay, listen, it's Christmas outside. Um, I know there's a lot of like people singing jolly, jolly carols and um, wrapping up presents, getting very stressed about all that stuff. Look, it's not listen, there yet. We're not quite there yet. Not quite there yet, and we get it. Um, but maybe you need a break from Christmas. A lot of people do need that. So come and join me, Dane McKnight, as we create a superhero that probably won't be festive. The door is open, though. Um, where, where does this door lead us, Dean? Because we left the lodge last time. Well, Jade Sauce, and we've gone outside. We've gone for a little hike, which is going to be very appropriate when I tell you what this generator is. Uh, along with the uh, along with the hike with us is, of course, Joshua Randall. Uh you know, come on up, come on up to the top of the uh, top of the hike, Josh. Look at this beautiful view. <sighs> Hold on, hiking is not my strong suit. Um, wow, <laughs> what a vista, Dean. Yeah, it's incredible. There's comics stacked three high across an entire field. Um, I I piss on the view. Oh, Jade. Again, that would be appropriate when you learn about what this uh, generator is. I could really do with um, a can of Monster to refresh myself and boost my body yeah all right we're gonna, josh is while josh is boosting his body uh we're going to give you a heads up about this episode usually we'll have our uh comics recommendations at this Hold point on, oh, Dean, well, I, need well, on, josh. I need to go on a repetitive monologue about the comics i've read let me just go off usually at this point we'd be going off about the comics that well, we've read well we, that jade and josh yeah, yeah jade and josh yeah. let's let's fix facts here i'd be going off about some film or some character or uh that would also be appropriate <laughs> nothing at all um but as this is this is the the holiday season we're doing something a little bit special and that requires a little bit more time um much like a certain a uh, certain video games auteur so uh courtesy of the wonderful Brian David Gilbert. We've got the uh, Kojima name generator, y'all. We got a, a PDF of 11 pages to fill out and to go through and to use that to produce the name that will, the, the, the seed that will become our superhero. Uh, for those who might not be familiar with uh, Kojima-san, he is a, uh, a games... Uh, auteur? Yeah, I, I use the word auteur like a games designer, writer... Most famous for the Metal Gear Solid series. Um, but, you know, he's had a, a long storied career. Uh, recently, he brought out a little video game called Death Stranding, which was a real hard knot to untie. Right, Jade? Mm-hmm. And, but the thing about all of these games is they have some banging character names. Uh, Jade, who is your favorite character name from Death Stranding? Uh, Fragile. Yep, Lady Called Fragile. Uh, she is just... She, she's... She's not that fragile. But not that fragile. Uh, and there's other bangers like Heartman, Die Hardman. Uh, not to be confused with Dead Man. Not to be confused with Dead Man. Uh, Mama, of course. And then you could go on about the the various states of Snake, uh, Naked Snake, Liquid Snake, uh, Solid Snake, Doctor Strange. Like they're they're all such quality names. And we're just gonna dip into video games a little bit, um, just to to siphon off some of the the skim off the top. And to use it for ourselves. Uh, before we go right into it, this uh, name generator was suggested to us by Nathan Blades. Bang up job, Nathan. Uh, I remember you like tweeting at us right after Thought yeah. Bubble, and it was like 
being hit by a sledgehammer after being hit by 10 sledgehammers. So, the like... thing is, I watched, I, I love Brian's videos, so I watched it and I was like, we, we couldn't do that. And then there was Nathan hmm. going, yes, you could. <laughs> and that's all it took, really. Um, but yeah, go go check out uh, Brian David Gilbert's uh, videos uh, on the Polygon YouTube channel because they're all very good and very hyperactive, very creative. And we can appreciate that. Speaking of creative, guys... Um, all right, we we did some pre-pro on this. It's it's eleven pages. We are <laughs> we we gave ourselves a little bit of a head start. Shall shall we go through it then? Uh, Josh, take it away. Take it okay, away. Okay. Uh, so section one is uh, determining how many names you have. Uh, Kojima often creates characters that have many alternate names. We must figure out how many names you will have. In order to do this, we have to roll a one d six. One to five, you have one name, and a six, you have one name plus six alternate other names. Um. Previously on this, I got a one. I got a five, so I only have one name. Yeah, I I rolled oh, okay. on this one already, uh, and I got a six. So um... ooh, it's gonna be a long one. Yeah, Jade's got six so names. It's gonna be pretty much uh, like your gonna... usual name, Jade, with like your <laughs> ten middle names. Dean, I literally did this uh, in front of you, but I didn't explain. So I came in, opened my dice case, rolled it, went shit, and then left the room. <laughs> And I'm going to roll it right now. I also got a six. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, this, this episode's going to be a bit longer than we thought. Well, um, oh, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you rolled a six, you must do this worksheet six more times. Basically, what we have to do is we go through all of the question and answer section. And then mm-hmm. when you get to the section where we actually determine oh. the final names, you then do okay. that bit six times. That makes yeah, more sense. Mm. Um, uh, okay, doke. Well, next up we've got section two, which is personal information. Kojima characters have names that are directly related to their own character traits. Uh, this will make your name fit your personality. Uh, what's your full name? Josh Randall. Jade Sarson. Awesome. Uh, f- full name? Joshua Charles Randall. <laughs> I didn't want to put my middle names again. <laughs> Choose a middle name. <sighs> Penelope. Um, say it. Say it. Say it. What? Say it all. Oh, Jade so, Penelope Sarson, and if you'd like my credit card number as well, it's. <laughs> I mean that that come that comes in section four. Um, okay, Dean, go because we want to try and get we, these I'm, are going to be snappy. Yeah, we got we got to go. I'm Dean Michael McKnight. Uh, what do you do as your occupation? I'm a graphic designer. Uh, I draw pictures. Uh, I upload and post social media content. Okay, now put that into one single uh, noun: art worker, illustrator, poster. <laughs> cool. Uh, Which is yeah. What was your first pet specific species or breed? Mine's a rabbit. Spring a spaniel. Oh, guinea pig. Oh, nice. Cute. Uh, what's your most embarrassing childhood memory? Be specific. Uh, mine was going youth hosteling with my family, and whilst going into uh, some caves, as one did back then, like in the Lake District. This is already frightful. <laughs> um, I was. Um, we were listening to someone give a, a guided tour of a cave. Um, I cuddled up to someone, looked up, and then swear it wasn't <laughs> one of my parents. <laughs> oh, no! So to condense this into two words, mistaken parent. <laughs> Bad hug. Oh, I think, um, I think I can one-up this. Okay. Jay. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim. Uh, having the toilet door knocked on while I was occupying it as a child... Being unable to answer because of anxiety, and having the handle rattled, and praying they don't bust the door down before someone else goes, there's someone already in there. Ouch. And, uh, and that's condensed into two words? Toilet muteness. 
<laughs> That's already a Kojima name. I can't wait for Toilet Mutinous Man. <laughs> um, mine is uh, when I it was there was an award ceremony in year eight, and I I was barely paying attention as I usually do, and some people went up to get an award, including someone else in my row, uh, and then everyone else <laughs> on my row was like, Dean, Dean, they they said your name, you go up, and I was like, huh? And they were like, yeah, go, come on, go, 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 and I was I was like, oh, okay, that's. I finally won something. And so I went up and I uh, went to collect an award from the teacher, but they just looked really confused and they said, you, you don't have anything. And then I looked back in the row and them and the entire school was laughing at me and I was fucking <laughs> Oh, <horrified>. no. <laughs> and then you looked down and you weren't wearing any trousers. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and that condenses the two words is no award. Uh, what is the object you'd li- least like to be stabbed by? Mine's garden shears. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, mine's hook. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm sort of on that tangent. Coat hanger. What is something you were good at? A verb ending in ing. Mine is pontificating. Uh, I was, uh. <laughs> as I've been doing so much packing, uh, rearranging. Oh, that's very good. Uh, I put navigating. Um, quite good with directions. Hmm. I think. Um, how many carrots do you believe you could eat in one sitting? If someone, like, forced you to eat as many carrots as possible. Now, I've put two answers for this. So I'm not did sure I. I put, if they were cold, probably two. But I felt as if they were hot, I could eat 15. See, oh. I, I did the same. I put 20 brackets cooked, one mm-hmm. raw, because I hate raw carrots. Yeah. Wow, you, you punk-ass bitches. <laughs> I put a straight 22. Like, feed them into me. To go from a light-hearted one... What's your greatest intangible fear? Mm. E.g. death, loneliness, fear itself. <laughs> My one's death of those around me. Mine's abandonment. Oh. I put dying alone, specifically alone. Big yikes. I think we're, we all yeah. just fear loneliness then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your most tangible fear? Welcome back to moths. <laughs> <laughs> oh... I don't fear deadlines as much as I did uh, 80 or so episodes ago. So I put um, perception, and that's like mm-hmm. an all-encompassing sort of like eye problems, people seeing things differently to me and me not realizing, that sort of thing. Mm. Okay. Uh, I put two, just in case one was too intangible. I put pain down, because pain fucking mm. blows. That's pretty um, tangible. I mean, they have okay, put an example as horses, so I wouldn't put horses and pain on the same level. Mm. That's the thing. I, so my second answer would be asteroids. Okay, that works. Mm. As a kid, I cried when watching uh, Armageddon oh, no. because I was so scared of that situation. I mean, I cried watching Armageddon because, I mean, man, Bruce Willis, he dies at the end. Um, <laughs> Spoilers for Spoilers. a 25-year-old film. Um, what's the last thing you did before starting this worksheet? I ate dinner. Uh, I put hate Christmas. Like, t- literally, I acted in a way that hate. I hated Christmas at the time because I was trying to figure out how many presents I need to buy, and it was mm-hmm. just annoying. Uh, I put danced in front of Jade because I'm pretty sure I, I, I came into yeah. the office and I was like, "Let's do a bu- bu- du- 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 and then I went and did it. Good, smooth moves. Uh, what condition is your body currently in? Single word answer. I put weary. <laughs> I feel as though we're going to have a little bit of a wavelength here. <laughs> no, no, I put greasy. <laughs> I put drained. Cool. Um, favorite state of matter? Solid. 
So I, I wanted to uh, bu- buck the trend, so I put soft. <laughs> Could have uh, put mashed. That, 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 that's not a solid liquid or gas. But, but it is soft. But I suppose technically it's a oh, state of matter, I guess. It is. It's, it's, I guess. I'm gonna, yeah, it, it's a good answer. Um, I got a better answer. I said plasma. <laughs> Fuck y'all. All right. A word your name kind of sounds like, e.g. Brian to brain. Squash. <laughs> I put spade. Uh, I put spleen. <laughs> uh, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Scorpio. Gemini. And I'm a Virgo. Um, if you had to d- define your personality in one word, what would it be? Indecisive. <laughs> How long did it take you to answer that one? <laughs> uh, longer than it did t- for me to do Scorpio. <laughs> um, I put determined. I put chillaxed. Hmm. Cool. Uh, that brings on to section three, which is Kojima information. Kojima character names reflect his own idiosyncrasies. He can't help himself. This is where things got a little bit tough for me. Um, See, this was fine. Like... This this almost... Re- I feel like Kojima and I are on the same wavelength here. <laughs> because I... Who is your favourite film character? Note, must be played by Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's one of my favourite actors. So, Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China... Knew it. I fucking knew you'd say that. Um, as I looked at the IMDb list, uh, Jade? Uh, I put Adult Copper from Fox and the yes! Hound. <laughs> I did that! <laughs> did, you, did you look at the IMDb page? Sure I did. <laughs> did you try and find something that you've seen with Kurt Russell? Uh, yep. <laughs> something um, that wasn't <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, I forgot he was yeah. in there. Um, I'm going to guess you probably did IMDb for the next one as well. What's the last word of your f- title of your favourite Kubrick film? Oh, uh, mine's The Shining. Well, I suppose Shining in this case. Jade, I'm going to count down from three, and then after one, we got to say what we said. Uh, no, because you definitely won't have the same thing as me. Uh, what do you put? Uh, I put on a technicality, intelligence uh, from AI artificial intelligence, because technically that film was written and conceived by Kubrick. Oh. I put bomb. Ah, Doctor Strange, lovey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew that's you. That's such a long title. Mm. That's, that's 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 good though. Um, okay, what was the first word in the title of your favorite Joy Division album? Did, pr- did we all put unknown? No. Oh, it's the first word. I put pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Which is the, which is the second word? So yes, unknown. I guess for my one. Uh, I haven't listened to a single Joy Division thing, so I just put heart because I liked the term heart and soul. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, What is a scientific term you picked up from listening to NPR once? Don't know what that is. (laughs) NPR is like public, national public radio. Um, We don't have it over here, do we? No. No. I don't know what you guys did, but I just picked something scientific and interesting i heard from a podcast uh, i put two question marks because if it comes up i'm not going to answer it um, um i can i can give you my one um yeah. because i have i also did not know what npr was but i have been reading haiku and i learned uh, a fascinating term uh let me try and say this right uh doko sahexano wait docosahexaenoic acid or dha which is a nutrient you get from fish which stimulates brain function. Mm. Oh, I know about I know about DHA because uh, you get that in like cod liver oil and fish oil, um, and it's paired with EPA, which uh, both of those are ingredients in the the fatty uh, fatty matter in your brain. Dean, unless fatty matter in your brain is going to be coming up in this Kojima name generator, I'm going to have to move us on. Yeah. 
Uh, I put down auto brewery syndrome, um, which is a uh, a condition in the body where you are pretty much drunk all the time uh, because the body produ- produces too much ethanol. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is a piece of military hardware you think looks cool even though war is bad? A grenade. Uh, bullet belt. Ah. Mm. Uh, I, I put metal storm guns. Um, these are basically, if you imagine a coffin sitting upright with lots of uh, barrels protruding mm-hmm. out of that coffin, like really densely packed in, uh, and they all fire several bullets in a second. Uh, the the metal storm guns can basically fire millions of rounds per minute. It's wow. Pretty okay, wild. I'm going to have to move you on again because I know that the next question is going to take <laughs> up a shitload of time. Um, what is something you'd enjoy watching Mad Mickelson do? I put down two answers for this, but I might just go with the first one. Go on. Cutting my hair. Ooh. Huh. I feel like the whole whole like shebang, like whole thing. If I was to go into a salon and Maz Mickelson would be there, kind of washing my hair and then cutting it afterwards, you'd have to would... like face the mirror. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm. Jade. Oh well, you see what happened was uh, I started listing all the many things that I would like to see him do, and then I just stopped myself, deleted it all, and just scrolled anything across all twenty lines of this. Uh, so mm. I've condensed it into exist. Nice. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I, again, I went a little bit more subdued. Uh, watch him play a confusing video game, parentheses, Katamari, and see him eventually get into the game or get woefully but calmly confused. Um, basically, I, I want to watch him stream. Hmm. I think that'd be, that'd be good. Fun. Uh, I condensed that into gaming. Um, I condensed it into refreshment. Mm. Oh, I feel as though that's how I feel afterwards. Um, okay. Section four. Um, this involved dice rolling. Has everyone rolled their dice already, or Dean, have you not done it yet? I've not. I've not rolled yet. Okay. I, I haven't rolled any dice. Oh, I have. Um, okay. So sometimes a character will have a plot-based condition that affects their name. You too might have a condition that affects your name. Conditions can stack, so please make note of how many your name has. Uh, so first off, we have the man condition. Roll a d4, um, and basically we'll see whether or not your name includes a suffix man. Like Die Hard Man. Okay. Uh, Jade, do you want to roll first? Uh, three. I don't you have do this condition. You do not have this condition. Two. Don't have it. No. Uh, okay. The condition condition. Uh, roll I a D8. Use this table to determine. Okay. Uh, I got six, which means I'm big. Uh, your name must have Ooh. big at the beginning of it. Uh, that's a two. I don't have this condition. Oh. Dean, what did you roll? A seven. Uh, you are older than you once were. You, you're... Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> Your name must have old at the beginning of it. <laughs> um, Which fucking one? Next up is the clone condition. Uh, roll a d12. Um, I rolled uh, basically between one and eleven. You do not have this condition. I rolled something in between there. Okay. That's a two. I don't have this condition. That's an 11. Ooh. I don't have this condition. So none of us are clones or being brainwashed into becoming a mental doppelganger of someone else. That's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Um, now, the most... If anyone gets this, good job. Uh, <laughs> this is the Kojima condition. Roll a D100, or two D10s, between 1 and 68, and then 70 to 100. We do not have this condition. But if any of us roll 69, uh, we are Hideo Kojima. Okay. Right, I'm jingle jangling these guys. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Straight off the bat, five. So I definitely haven't got it. I got 95. So no. Okay. So none of us are Hideo Kojima. Good. Okay. Now we're in untouched ground. Uh, determining your name category. Um, so basically this will take random sections. Ah, but with this one, if you have a name plus six alternative names, you do this section once to find your true name, and then you have an alternate name in every other category. Oh my god, Jesus the, t- the time though, we're, we're, we're 24 minutes into recording. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry listeners, but we're gonna have to skip doing our alternate names. Perhaps if we're feeling generous, Dean and I will go through and do our alternate names uh, another time and put yeah. them up. It's Christmas, we deserve a break mm-hmm. too. Okay, look, uh, so we roll a d20. And then we have to go to a section. Um, okay. Jo- Joshua. I'm going to roll. I've rolled an 11, which means I have uh, the, the the name, which means I have to go to section 9. <laughs> um, Kojima loves to... By the way, Josh is the only one who's actually like printed out his sheets. Jay and I are just using tablets, <laughs> and like Josh went old school. and um, more, more power. Kojima but... loves to make people have names that start with the word the, and they usually symbol... Big symbolized fears or an oh no <laughs> or, or unstoppable forces. You are now the unstoppable force. Your first name is the okay. Um, now roll a d4. I have rolled a two. Your answer is section two, number nine. Jesus. <laughs> section two, number nine. Oh no. I'm the big moth. <laughs> it was gonna happen. <laughs> Excellent. Son of a bitch. Right, write that down. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Jade. Okay, here we go. That's six. Uh, I have an occupational name. Uh, rewrite my answer from section two, number 2A here. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was Illustrator, but I'll double check. Use this table to determine your first name. So yeah, uh, Illustrator is my second name, apparently. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we go, default. That's a three again. Uh... <laughs> Spade illustrator. Okay. F- first off, these are both bangers so far. <laughs> yeah, they're very there's, good. There's a bit more to it as well. Um, hold on. Let me just... Any conditions you accru- accrued in section four? four. So let me just... Uh, so Spade illustrator. I don't think you... Did you get anything interesting from that? None of them, unfortunately. No. So yeah, Spade illustrator. So- solid though. Hmm. Huh, solid. I get it. Oh. I'm rolling a d20 now to determine my name category. That's a three. Ooh. So I also uh, I don't wanna, I don't want to have an occupational name as well. I'm gonna roll again. That's fine. I'm gonna roll again. Uh, four. I'm gonna roll again. I'm just gonna <laughs> gonna quickly roll again. Seven. Seven. That's a horny name. Hey. Please write your answer from section two, number three here. This is your last name. Uh, so that is section guinea pig. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, so guinea pig. Roll a d4 to determine your first name. It's a four. So answer to section two, number fourteen, which is Virg Virgo guinea pig. But I'm also very old. So you're old Virgo guinea pig. Old Virgo Old guinea pig. Virgo guinea pig. It also says here your middle name can be lickable. I won't stop you. <laughs> Old Virgo lickable guinea pig. I, I I like I like the the non lickable version. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, 
Jesus Christ, that took so long. I mean, now it does tell us to go to section 13, which is explaining your name. However... Well, that's the thing. Is yeah. that not the podcast? Yes, it is. That is the podcast. And we... Listen, we took our time making these these damn names. Let's let's get down to it. So old Virgo guinea pig is uh this good boy's good name. I feel like Spade Illustrator is too straightforward. That's just a garden magazine illustrator. Yeah. Yeah, but what can they do with that though? Like what happens if they were to illustrate on a spade? What what you mean like design a funky spade? No, you mean like draw upon a spade, don't you? Yes, yeah. but I suppose it could also work that you're designing like a utility belt of spades. If, <laughs> no? If the, no, I was just I always thought that ra- was a sigh. <laughs> <sighs> Again. Sorry. No, that was, that was all of my processing power exiting my body. Um, no, I was trying to figure out how to phrase like my immediate cliche thought was like okay they draw and things come to life but all they can draw is spades so we've kind of got a forky from hmm. toy story 4 situation now they're giving sentience to something that shouldn't really have sentience yeah this isn't compelling me no what, Listen, what was yours again josh it was the big moth big moth, big moth is the most self-explanatory name i've ever heard <laughs> yeah. um no going back to uh spade it's is a straight though man. Mm. Uh, and Mothman's we've we, you know Killer Moth Mothman mm. um, Moth lands on face Moth lands on face being obviously the most important one in that mm-hmm. kind of, of course of course mm. but Jade mm. Spade Illustrator you know illustrate doesn't necessarily mean drawing you can illustrate how to use a spade you can just have fucking Shovel Knight in your as your hero oh what so if they were illustri- to illustrate using a spade like drawing drawing in the ground oh oh that's okay yep 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 that's, that's very better. good um, I get old, old Virgo guinea pig is just an old guy on a porch, just trying trying to. He, he's creepy and weird, and no one goes near him. <laughs> so, are we saying their um, uh, alter ego is like a landscaper or something? Yeah. Mm. Thinking about it, we've not done a lot of like earthy heroes, have we? Mm. We've done a lot you of know, rural uh, heroes. This doesn't have ones to be who have been hero. like. I mean, wait, no, we did do one earthy one because they were a literal garden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, they the were a magical garden, garden though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say you could have someone who... Um, it must be frustrating being that type of like um, garden designer if you work in like a big city where there's not much land to work with. Hmm. You know, you have to find workarounds Ooh. like rooftops and things like that. Yeah, it's like... Actually, I remember one of the last times I was in London... It was like in one of like the big financial districts, and just like in between a couple of big office buildings was a little narrow garden where you could have like coffee. So okay, what I'm hearing is a cross between Shovel Knight and Poison Ivy. Yes, yes. but not evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a superhero, not a supervillain. But they don't control um, plants. No, no. They draw with the spade. It's more of the environmentalist angle. Of Ivy, mm. I'm guessing. So, so perhaps we should think about describing how they they use this spade illustration. So, pick picture them like grabbing the handle of the spade uh, mm-hmm. with one hand, and then with the other they sort of hold the the shaft of the the spade, and they're like start they start to like draw in the ground. It's almost like ritual, like mm. it's like it's like that that scene in Hero, the film Hero, where the guy does the really really big calligraphy. 
Okay, mm. I haven't seen that, but all right. Josh, hero? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I was mm. thinking of that, or... And it's basic, I guess. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, transmutation Circles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You could take but, it like that. Yeah, but not, like, summoning things, Yeah, I not guess? not rune-based. Yeah. Which I suppose now brings up the idea of how abstract can they draw. Mm. Man... This seems like such a slow power as well. Like I like that. Uh, dr- mm. We always seem to make heroes that are like there on the scene of the crime right away and they're they're fighting crime in a flash and it's like just calm down, ease up. It's it's like gardening, you know, you've gotta take your time. It's mm-hmm. you've gotta have patience on it, you know. You- is this is this gonna be like a, a planning type hero then when you know, maybe they're draw- beginning the drawings of several different things on the ground Ooh. and they're flipping between them and they got like a plan. Okay, I've got it. And it's using, Jade, the idea that you mentioned about having, um, trying to find space where they can. Yes. Let me try and set the scene. So we've got, like, the the opening to the Batman animated series. Okay. <laughs> so there's been a bank job and they're on top of a roof. They're being chased by the Big Moth, who will come <laughs> into it later. The, the Big Moth is chasing them and they run onto a garden terrace. Mm-hmm. At which point... They have, because um, I mean, you know, they fight Batman on top of a top of a building, so they go on top of a garden terrace. At which point, they've kind of they've fallen into a trap. So there's kind of like a tripwire kind of situation where now the garden kind of no, it doesn't not come to life. It activates though. Like it it activates and basically captures the villains. Ah, I like now you this. see, I like I like this. So they've. Almost like by the act of gardening, they've already illustrated their sort of. They they've already programmed these gardens to act in certain mm. ways. Yeah, so it's more. It takes into that idea of planning and finding the space where they can. So whenever like, yeah, so whenever these like villains or just random mooks off the street are causing trouble, they've. It's almost like they've they've booby trapped the entire city. Huh. Interesting. I, like I guess. A lot. And by trying to push their environmentalist angle of trying to expand and get more gardens in the city it's almost like they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to save the city without letting anyone know their secret identity mm-hmm. it's like come on we need mm. we need you know more gardens why do we need more gardens it'll be really uh, no reason is really good for the city global warming <laughs> all yeah, I can fresh tell air, you. you know yeah so that's my pitch that's an excellent pitch i really like the idea of like a pre-programmed garden that activates and it makes me mm. think that were someone to find out that they can do this, they would assume they have like earthbending like capabilities. Mm. When in fact, this hero would just be like, no, 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 you don't understand the concept of gardening. I don't make the flowers grow. I have to leave them to do what they want. I don't tell that garden what to do. I just suggest. Mm. <laughs> this, this, see, this is uh, interesting as well. Um, see, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this from a structural point of view where this is so ripe for the ra- the uh, the ramp up mm-hmm. you know they they're fighting in familiar ground with like these villains in the city but what happens when they're taken away from their gardens you know that's that's the point where it suddenly gets interesting you know maybe they have to take their shovel and really like stab through the concrete to get to like Ooh. dirt or something Ooh. you know in a way yes however i've got another brainwave go on oh Josh is full of them i want to take this I want to, because we had some really great episodes recently where we kind of looked at comic structure. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a single superhero action scene yes. in this comic. Agreed. What I, oh, what I, how I, what I would like it to be is that every issue is showing the aftermath. Yes. And effectively, kind of think of it as though it's a mystery crime series in that basically we see the aftermath of a garden that um, Shovel Illustrator is tending to. We can see kind of all of like the booby traps and everything that's been activated, mm. but we don't really see what happened. All we just all we see is Shovel Illustrator getting the garden back into how it should be. Okay, okay. So this is like the antithesis to uh, your typical um, forensic TV show, where you have the cold open with someone getting murdered, and you see the murder. Mm. And you see a hint of who the murderer is, and then the rest of the show is just like detectives doing forensic shit on the scene, right? But this yeah. instead is like the complete reverse. You've got um, the opening scene is actually just a really calm gardening scene where mm. you don't actually see the setup of traps or anything. This is just like a really serene moment every time. And you look at it at the end of that scene like, well, yeah, that's a nice garden. Uh and then we cut to uh, whatever happens to the garden and the villain that g- gets caught in it. It's almost like you could do like a match cut for, pa- yeah. for panelling. Like mm. you see it in one and then maybe on the page turn you can see what it actually looks like. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, like, so we, we've, we've, ourselves, we've gone full Kojima. You know, we, we were once famed for our very good action scenes <laughs> and our very punchy dramas, but now we've like scaled it back. And now we're just taking a walk through these gardens. We're not fighting mm. in this episode. We're just t- sitting back, smelling the plants and I really, seeing what happens. I really like the idea of having audio for this, uh, that that comedic clash of like some very quiet, uh, just like bird song, just a little whistle of birds. Uh, that typical like... The hope side of music, yep. Intercut with loads of like, oh my god, oh, what the <laughs> fuck, and like, bah, 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 like, just cutting back and forth between this lovely peaceful moment and just agony <laughs> caused by a garden. Um, so plant-based hero programming mm-hmm. these uh these gardens to do ch- their chill bidding. Beats to garden too. <laughs> well, okay, soundtrack to jazz, but only the aspect that during the day scenes. It's a really nice chill kind of mm-hmm. almost hotel lift jazz. Yeah, yeah. And then, then when if we do have to do anything that refers back to the night before, we go eclectic whiplash kind of jazz drumming. Okay. Or like that ape out game that came out recently where you play a monkey oh, breaking out of jail. Yeah. That's a very good game. There's a demo of that on the eShop, Josh. You should download it. Thanks. Um <laughs> so that, Yeah, no, that that sounds good. Yeah. Um well it, it won't sound like anything because this is a comic, um, yeah. but you know, we, we, we there's an, an element to listening to things as you create, um, which it should be interesting because hopefully by the time this episode is released, uh, the old, old Spotify will have its like 2019 rap, Ooh. which but, like, is going to be it's stressful. It's fun to imagine what kind of soundtrack would go yeah. with it when you're reading. Yeah, so absolutely. So I think we need to get back on track. Um, my only thing so far with the hero that I can't figure out mm-hmm. is the actual kind of obviously as we don't show it we don't have to work the ins and outs of it but the what the traps actually are mm. like are they I is the like a variety of things like 
Okay, bear with me. Mm-hmm. Is the shovel a bit like a, ma- a magician's wand in that they're imbuing the ground with magic? Or does that take away from the whole gardening aspect and actually letting nature take its course? Because, like, I, think, I can't mm. imagine these... Like, on the one hand, I want to imagine giant Venus flytraps popping out of the ground and gobbling someone whilst singing about being <laughs> from out, from, <laughs> yeah, from being from outer space. But then I that think takes I have away answer, the whole Josh. natural aspect, which I'm not a fan. Unless they, sorry, I'm. I know exactly what you. I know, I know you want to talk. But then I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking. Of, but then, do I kind of want it that this is a series about <laughs> just talking out, Josh? Just talking out. <laughs> or do we want this to be like a think of it like bartender or silver spoon, where we oh. teach people about plants and gardening? Oh, I love that. But they all, and somehow maybe about how these natural things can kind of oh like oh it looks like the person fell over the garden wall here because you can see that they've fallen oh they've walked through all the deadly nightshade and that's made them go a bit squiffy little text box Mm. saying oh deadly nightshade was doing this back in the day (laughs) i feel like you need to do less golden camoey like this person died because this plant was used by Mm. uh the you know the uh people here to do this in their culture and yeah. then no like that that's too encyclopedic i do love that in golden can we but i'm thinking more along the lines of uh more comedic in a sense that say you have a cut to uh big moth being mm-hmm. drawn towards um a certain <laughs> plant uh and uh it's, something bad happens to them but we cut back and it's the dialogue is nothing to do with how the villain has died. It's just this particular plant needs a lot of sunlight, and uh, you know, mm. do you know what I mean? Like it's it's more about the care of like the garden, and that's all the gardener is actually thinking of. And the fact that the garden mm. takes ha- care of a villain, to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I said earlier, uh, Spade Illustrator is more about illustrating a space and watching it come to life and what happens after that well that's that's out of their control they didn't do that exactly now to answer josh's question (laughs) that he asked 25 minutes ago (laughs) about whether or not the spade is a magic wand i think of it more like a someone who's pulling on the leash uh, the lead of a dog Mm -hmm. right so it is the spade is magical and it can like imbue or like kind of supercharge a plant shall we say and make it do certain magical things but in the end at the end of the day the plant is acting on its own accord does that make sense Mm. Mm -hmm. so you know you can't turn a dandelion into a daffodil but you can make that dandelion uh grow so big that a villain could fall inside of its cup shall we say or uh, imbue that giant dandelion uh wait 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 are you talking about daffodils? No, daffodils, sir. Yeah, or yellow plants are the same, fucking whatever. Daffodil- um, dandelions aren't yellow. Dandelions are yellow. No, they're not. Daffodils are yellow. Daffodils are yellow. Dandelions are the little ones that have the stuff that if you blow on them, they get in people's faces, which yeah, is a really good way are... of trying to catch villains. Mm-hmm. The flowers are yellow, though. Are they? Josh. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I know exactly what you mean now. Yes, you're right, Dean. They are, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the one who's going to be like the gardening supervisor <laughs> on this manga. Um, but no, basically, uh, it they can 
imbue it with energy, but the plants kind of act of their own yes. accord and they, they do things that are um, appropriate to their nature and to their physical makeup, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you um, just cool. explained what I said, but in more more art- articulately. Uh, I guess so. So I we are looking at a... giant dandelions. Yes. Like blowing <laughs> giant spores and getting in people's faces and making them sneeze. Yeah. We've got we've got the gardener. We have a vague ass villain in the big moth. Well, no, I, I was going to have don't... the big moth as a hero. What? Ha- ch- explain. I mean, they were just going to be a hero. Oh, just like another hero, just yeah. puts in around. You know, despite my fear of them. They've been villains far too long. <laughs> and it's about time we had a heroic moth that other dust-based life forms can look up to. Well, okay, but our main hero is Spade Illustrator, and I'm mm-hmm. wondering what their personal story arc is. Um, yeah, we... we hmm. Okay. Um, Do you want to go first, Dean? All I was going to say is some cliche-ass, mild-mannered gardener, but I, I don't like that. Um yeah. Maybe maybe the spade is like something special, like a, a an artifact or something blessed or magical, um, uh, something that has like unique <laughs> roots. No. <to> it. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, let's put that in the bin. Yeah. Uh, here's why. Um, because I'd like for this to be like a uh, perhaps that could be what it looks like to outsiders, like. It, once it's established that our hero doesn't have powers, they think, oh, it must be the spade then. And it turns oh. out, like, they hand the spade over to someone else, and the spade doesn't have powers, the person doesn't have powers, but it's like, but anyone can just, you know, calmly sculpt the land and, <gasps> and cultivate a garden. So, wait, 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 wait. So maybe they're just, maybe this is a world where if you're just that good at gardening, you just become in tune with plants. Yeah. Shit. Okay. That's very talk good. to the earth, the earth will talk back to you. Talk the shit out of the earth. Yes, I like that idea, and I like to try and build on it somewhat. Mm-hmm. The spade is an heirloom. Okay. Um, and it kind of explains why Spade Illustrator has been so intent on trying to save the city. Mm-hmm. I like to think that Spade Illustrator's family have been there since the city first was settled on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And they've always used that same uh, spade. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of been above their mantelpiece. And it's always had like a pride of place thing. It's not because it's not magic, as we've established. It's not magic. But it's been in their family for generations. And it's it's kind of a, it's kind of the physical form of the way that the family have learned to garden. Like they've mm. got a framed picture of their, their ancestor putting a foot on that spade and just Doing, making the first mark on their plot yes. land. So they broke ground using it. Mm-hmm. That's very good. And maybe like we can sort of cover this up a little bit in the plot of the comic, where by like whenever they mention the spade, they can just be like, "It's special." That's mm. that's that's as far as the the uh, description goes. Like, yeah, it's and so people assume it's a power. Yes, yeah, people assume mm. it's magical, but no, it's just it's just special to to them. You know, it's an heirloom. Yeah. So yeah, we can work from them. Basically, all of the. Yeah, so basically, whilst the gardener understands kind of progress, they want to keep some of what made the city special in the first place. Hmm. I guess that taps into is... like the the into the world as a whole. You know, we want to we want our high rises and our bullet trains, but you know, we got to keep things like grounded and natural as well. You know, we're starting balance. to yeah, we need that balance. Um, mm. and I guess, uh, maybe the 
spade is balanced as well, like that fancy knife that Thanos has. Perfect <laughs> oh, balance. like they fucking hold it up and it just doesn't wobble. Yeah. <laughs> perfect balance. Um, and this is why I never carry around a spirit level. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that could be like a really cool um, thing in the comic where like one of the villains takes Spade Illustrator's Spade uh, and they just do all the same shit as they normally do just with a, a lowly trowel or a fork or a hoe, you know, just still gardening, still making that... Um, Mm. Making that earth pretty because that's mm-hmm. who they are. That's what their family have done for centuries. Like you can't stop them. Much like you can't stop a superhero saving the city. They're, they're saving the city, aren't they? In their own unique way. Yeah. Not all heroes beat up villains. No. Some superheroes believe in climate change. <laughs> it's like um, the hero understands the balance between nature and technology mm-hmm. however what bothers them now is the balance being changed between good and evil <laughs> okay. yeah i reckon we can get a good old shoehorn and like really like push that into the comic i think we can squeeze it in um what are their favorite flower do you mean what is their favorite flower <laughs> what i say what are their favorite flowers what are their favorite flowers <laughs> um Something something really simple and easy to grow, right? Daisies. Like a spider plant. <laughs> spider plant? I guess, I guess. Isn't that like an indoor plant? Yes. <laughs> Fuck it, that then. No, it'd be, it'd be so good for like trapping people though and just like overwhelming them. It's kind of like, um, you know. You're, it's their go-to. Yeah. You know when you're in like a kiddie playpen and you just like get caught up in the nets and you can't get out mm. and you're trapped there forever. Mm. It's that kind of deal, but with a spider plant. That's that, okay, but that's a practical plant. What's their favorite plant? Um, a daisy, because it maybe maybe they kind of like feel sorry for weeds. <laughs> no, you know? what what it is is it's a is it a buttercup? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's the one that you put under your chin, and then it, yeah, and yeah. then if it glows yellow, you that's like how they butter. always show up on a scene, leaning on the spade, you know, one foot hooked behind the other, and just holding a little buttercup up to there. It, it can be some cute little thing they do it to her, like all the kids who come over and look at the gardens and they're just yeah. like oh yeah little they just got this little buttercup they're just like yep you like butter I'm I'm lactose intolerant thing. I I can't I can't have butter I'm lactose intolerant Also you're absolutely right that they like weeds you know why lawns are a fucking pestilence on this earth Yeah <laughs> lawns are bad weeds will grow anywhere So they they just go like they find lawns every time they see a lawn or every time they're asked because that's their actual job as well is landscaping every time they ask for like mm. a pristine lawn they're like <laughs> let me tell you why that's not going to happen one drainage <laughs> it's bad I just like to think that they're like leaning on their spade whilst they're listening to the person like pitch their idea for their garden <laughs> and then just as soon as they mention a lawn just like spade illustrator's eyes they just narrow and you kind of get that kind of that sharp kind of border around it just like yeah what they what? they look up past the the bill of their flat cap and they say excuse yeah. me yeah and then they just like spin the spade around as if it doesn't weigh anything and it just suddenly rests upon their shoulders and they rest both hands upon it and they say listen up buddy do you think they do you know in like the first episode of Gurren Lagann do you think they do like the the cam and a sword thing but like a spade like spinning around like their neck <laughs> yes, and shoulders sure yes. of course <laughs> um but yeah they they would hate lawns um they would 
they'd be like that um that person who just grows wildflowers in there where their lawns should be, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or mm. you know what's also very good? I've read moss lawns. Instead of having grass, mm-hmm. you have a lot of moss. And it it looks good. It's that same colour green, but it's much better for the environment. Still no flowers for the bees though. Oh, I guess they like bees a lot, don't they? Of course they do. Um, yeah, who doesn't? They also like long walks among uh, forests. And they, they mm. are sad every time they see highways encroaching more and more upon forests. Man, what is what is where do they live then? Like they can't possibly live in the city if they love nature Surely so much. Surely there are groundskeepers but, somewhere. They're, I was gonna say that, or they do live in the city, but it's kind of like Carl from Up's house. <laughs> <laughs> it's this really quaint kind of looking place with like a really nice kind of back garden like a greenhouse and stuff oh because they it inherited is... it yeah so you know this is for them this is like the center of the city because this is mm. where their great times five grandma first crunched down ground into and they've always had this land people have tried buying it but no somehow mysteriously they always end up wrapped up in stinging nettles um <laughs> very good um but either way they've generations and generations have always ended up just with it and they just they're not going to give it up that yeah that's their one constant i guess like back if, if this if this character was more villainous i would suggest they were like um this one horror film i saw with maggie smith where basically her whole family ends up joining her in her habitual killing of people to get rid of problems and all the people's corpses end up just like in the garden somewhere hmm. is that it's the like, downton abbey halloween special <laughs> no <laughs> but it is like a, a surreal british comedy uh hmm. so yeah if if we were leaning more towards the villainous route but as we're not um what, what were you going to say Dean? uh i was just going to ask for some quick costume ideas uh something real simple for jade's christmas um I really like you well, mentioned they, the flat cap. Yeah, they're gonna have a flat cap. But yeah. I want to do like a visor style thing. Oh, um, they they would look like any old allotment goer, I guess. Nothing too fancy. Maybe that's the thing. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not gonna have a costume because they're not a costumed fighter. Yeah, they're not. They're... I guess you were thinking more. What's their appearance in their outfit? Um, dungarees. Ooh, dungarees. I haven't drawn dungarees in ages. Yes. Okay. Dungarees, plaid shirt, Wellington boots. Um, they're gonna have something fancy though. What what kind of fancy like flair can they have? Um, um, maybe they have like a. It's their Wellington boots. Ooh. Are they just pristine? Fancy wellies. That, I'm writing that down. Yeah, that they've got some crazy kind of looking ridiculous patterned welly. Hmm. Like everything else about them is really kind of classic groundskeeper. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've just got these wellies that just look amazing. Write that down, Jade. Um, I'm writing it made down. Them look... This is really useful. I've just been writing in the bit, explain your name. <laughs> explain <laughs> your name. Wellington Boots, uh, groundskeeper, uh, spin around neck like Kamina. Uh, it's all very good. Uh, any last thoughts before we uh, call this episode? Maybe they, maybe they have flowers in the band of the flat cap or something. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty... Even it's just like a little buttercup popping out. Mm-hmm. That's that's very good. Um the only last things I can uh, think of is uh, Mothman being almost like a pest and just trying trying to like enjoy <laughs> these gardens um, because because they can fly around. Um, I imagine they they believe they have some sort of privilege because you know how superheroes be. Um, they they just land on roofs and they just kind of 
sit there and think about all the terrible things that have happened. And maybe like Big Moth is just doing that. But, you know, they like hanging out in these gardens they have no permission to fly into. Mm. I suppose the interesting arc that I know we're not going to have time to talk about would be what happens when Big Moth realizes that the gardens are doing all the work every single time. Mm. Oh, what do you think happens, Jade? I have no idea. Psych. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave that up to the listeners. Consider that your Christmas gift from us. Oh, <laughs> And we're going to give ourselves a little gift of rest. Thank you so much for listening to us. One, generate one heck of a name um, from one heck of a generator. Uh, thank you, Nathan Blades, again for uh, suggesting this. Uh, and second of all, if you want to help us, you know, maybe use even longer name generators, then we're going to need a few reviews from you, if that would be... <laughs> you could consider that a Christmas gift to us from you. Josh, how can they deliver that down our chimney? Um, well, first off, you can just stick it down my chimney, um, and I'll find it somehow. Um, you can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Twitter. You can go to the street corner. Um, you can send your letters to Santa, because they will come to me anyway. You can carve um, it into your garden and then it'll travel yeah. through the earth yes. and we'll receive it in our garden. Yes. Definitely. Um, whichever handle or name that you leave on your review, we can stick through a name generator. Like today, we probably would have stuck Nathan's name through a generator. However, mm-hmm. we don't have 11 pages of sensitive information Yeah. yet. Uh, how about we all like sort of do a pack now? Uh, we can't do it next episode because that's going to be the uh, Burpee Awards where we look back on the year of heroes that we've done. So look forward to that. But maybe in January we can go back to Nathan and we can churn out a hero for them. How about that? Sounds grand. Sounds grand. Good. I like it. So yes, Nathan got in touch with us on Twitter. Our Twitter is BBR underscore podcast. On a Wednesday, we normally post recommendations. I suppose what we'll do this week is post up the uh, Unraveled video and then post up the pdf so you too can fill in the form you too and you can, can have some fun as well yeah it it's 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 real good especially if you get like a bunch of friends doing it all at the same time like we did it's uh one insightful and two funny as hell yep and then on the following monday which will be christmas eve oh, um ho 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 jade's drawn a hoe. um <laughs> very good very i get good. it thank you and yeah, we'll have a nice illustration of our gardening-based hero. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's going to be good. Um, this this episode has blown my lid right off. Uh, just just hearing your guys like funny, embarrassing stories. That's that that's been very fun. Is that all this was for? Was that you just wanted to hear some embarrassing <laughs> so stories? I want about us. I want to hear all about your uh, mistake hug, and I wanted to hear <laughs> about all of <laughs> Jade's toilet muteness. It's <laughs> It's all good. It's you know we're we're a little bit closer now, and isn't that what the Christmas season is all about? I think mm. what the Christmas season is all about is hating Christmas. But also, um, uh, I feel like we spent so long filling in this form just for funsies. Could we each generate one more name? Um, what from the the the, the generator? Yeah. Okay, hold on. So roll another d20. <laughs> Let me get my papers together. Oh, <laughs> Russell, them told, papers. You should have told me about this. I've put away all my dice. <laughs> oh, my file, apologies. I, I, I filed everything. Okay, that is... That's an 18. Ooh, a violent name. Is it? 
Please rewrite your answer from section two, number five. Hmm. I just I just rolled a twenty. Okay. So oh, so got, good job. I have got Garden Shears. Mm -hmm. This is your last name. So my last name is Garden Shears. Mm -hmm. Roll a d4. Two. Solid. Solid Garden Shears. <laughs> Solid Garden this, Shears. This which is seems like, like a villain spade. for. Yeah. Yeah, Spade Illustrator's like brother or something. This is going to be their like reverse Flash. <laughs> uh, go okay, on. me next. Me next. Go on, Jade. Uh, so rolling a d20. That's a 19. Mm. Oh, violent name. Just like Josh. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's Hook. Ooh. First name's Captain. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> Ooh, that's a four. Perception Hook. Perception Hook. Ooh. It would have been such a good hero. <laughs> um, right. Perception Hooks aside, I rolled a 20 earlier. So that's a name that lacks subtext. Um, so... Sometimes Kojima gives up and just names a character exactly what they are. Congratulations, you are exactly what you do. So, uh, is Dance in Front of Jade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just old Dance in Front of Jade. Oh. There it is. Well, okay. I guess those are our sign-off names, because I suppose it's time for... Sure. ...you to say something. Oh, uh, you... You have been bitten by a radioactive podcast... At Christmas, uh, I am uh, all dances in front of Jade. <laughs> I'm Perception Hook. And I am Solid Garden Shears. Merry Christmas. And I, happy I guess tonight. that's it. That's it. Good, good night. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho.